Happy Tuesday, huh? Happy Tuesday. Yes. You probably noticed a little bit more spirit in my tone, voice, and disposition this morning. It could be because it's only 72 degrees out here right now, which feels a bit chilly to Jeffrey. Who is me? I didn't state during my opening as I usually do that my name is Jeffrey. It's supposed to be 90 degrees today. Which is cool. <laughs> Almost brrr, compared to what we've been having. And I may overstate it. I look like a junk Pinto back there. Look like the back end of a Pinto. I had a Ford Pinto. Quite possibly no, I can't say quite possibly. Could be my favorite car, but I doubt it. I think this Jeep is. <laughs> I think the Jeep is that I got right now. Anyway, where was I? Oh, it could be the 72 degrees when I'm walking in, which feels kind of chilly, actually, considering the temperatures of the last days that have the lower temperature today, which has my disposition a little bit brightened and enlightened and a little bit heightened. But it also could be, and I'm gonna make this point going through another point, and I hope I remember to come back to this point. There's some things that you know, and you figure out, and you kinda know, but until you think about it, and can place it into the right position, people should move over, put it into the right position, You don't realize, maybe not the significance about or where it fits into your day-to-day -day life personally. I mean, because it's like, I knew this, but until I actually had it happen to me, you go, I didn't think about it. Or maybe I just didn't realize the impact it would have, but yesterday, I ended up at Venice Beach. Somehow, some way, I ended up at Venice Beach. I woke up earlier, got my steps in earlier, ate earlier, napped earlier, and woke up earlier. And just had an inclination that I've been having for a while just to go do something. You know, just, I gotta do something, Jesus. So I just went to the rocks on PCH that I used to go to overlooking the ocean. Coming back, found a parking space at Venice Beach. It's happened to pop up as I was driving through because I was just going to cruise. Because see, where I come from, we cruise. We'll just get in the car, ride around for two hours, not even get out. See things and do things. And even as kids with my father, we would get in the car. Me and my sister would get in the car and we would just ride. Maybe get out for like two minutes and get back in and just ride, you know. And then high school, we used to just ride, you know, have our drink, smoke whatever in the car, and just ride. 
even out here with my mother and family, even my niece, everybody, we would all just follow in the car and ride for two hours through LA and Hollywood, West Hollywood, Santa Monica, blah, blah. So, you know, riding was no big deal. But when I saw that parking space, I was like, shit, man. It's like, I got to. So I had to grab the space. I knew that I was, you know, fairly close to the hot spot in Venice Beach where I knew how to get there. You know, it was like right down a block west, I guess. So I parked and I, I got out and I started walking. The point I'm trying to make, the effect of being out among people in a not quite in a in a semi-festive energy you know good looking people out people are having a good time you know trying to be into it seeing the art and the performers and the products they out there and just the energy being out amongst the energy of the people the effect that had on me how much it made me feel better to put it bluntly it increased my energy and not only that the idea came up I got the idea that shooting video on this with the selfie stick you know, something I do on my walks. But the idea came up of had I ever done it on my trips or, you know, when I go across the oceans to other places and stuff. And, and I said, heck, usually I'm the only black person there and I'm usually not trying to draw attention to myself. Then when I do the stuff we stick here in LA on my walks and stuff, you know, it's LA. It's no big deal. People are just used to it. But then I got the idea, eh, so let me shoot some of Venice Beach. So I started shooting some of Venice Beach and that's when I was like, oh, people may not notice me or think nothing of me in LA because they're so used to it. But what if I give them something to look at? Been a while since I performed. So all of a sudden now, the selfie stick video shooting thing became a performance piece, a performance prop to where I was able to express knowing I had an audience or knowing that my expressions and my energy actually had an effect on an audience. It makes a difference. It makes a difference for me when you can actually have a platform or an audience, especially with writing. Having a platform to write, knowing that certain people or X amount of people will see what you're writing and you have something to write at, that's what I always say. Not write to, but something to write at. Makes things, I don't wanna say better or easier, just, you know, more motivating, I guess. So, 
I'm out there in Venice Beach, basically cutting up with my selfie stick. I mean, I'm already talking to myself. <laughs> That's what made me notice it. I'm already out there talking to myself, dancing to myself, you know, because that's just me. I'm out there, I'm, you know, out there by myself is where I like to roll and just plain doing me, you know, not so much oblivious to what's going on around me, but definitely aware of what's going on around me, but still dancing in it, but not directly acknowledging it. So I pulled out that selfie stick and I just started commentating with emotion, you know, getting loud, screaming at the, at the, uh, not screaming or screaming, but you know, emotional peaks at the stick and just being out there, being that person. It felt good. I forgot how good it felt to be that, to do that, to be out there. So I can just imagine what a touring musician is going through right now, not being out there. You know, people who've done it all their lives, literally, not being able to get out in front of that audience and perform. You know, the little bit that I do and have done my little audience you know, my little uh, performance space that I carry with me everywhere I go. How much I missed it, how much it energized me. Felt good, it really did feel good. It brought my energy up and it carried me, my energy up through the rest of the day until I got tired, which I did, because I got up so early. So after I watched the final episode of season finale of P-Valley and a couple more episodes of um, Umbrella Academy. I'm trying to not start away yet. I heard some stuff about away, so I'm gonna wait on starting that one. Uh-oh, let's see. Jeffrey TV. That was my boss, he just called. I usually don't answer the phone but I saw it was her, so I answered it. And uh, I'm the flexible guy. That's how I was hired. A position was created, a permanent position did not exist when I started working there as a temp, being flexible, not having a set schedule. And the way HR and guidelines and all that stuff go, all this stuff gotta be documented and by procedure and this is a, law firms, so they really don't fuck around when it comes to having stuff to I's dotted and T's crossed. So my flexible schedule was designed so that um, I could fill in when people aren't there and stuff. And so for me to go permanent and to maintain that flexibility, there would have to be a permanent position and I like it that way because it's almost to the point where working with my boss, I can set my own schedule to a certain degree. So it, get, it made me able to travel and do some stuff without taking PTO, which I did not have. <laughs> I did not have paid time off. 
So I would just have to not get paid. But with my low overhead <clears throat> and then going into that position, I was making so much money, it didn't matter. I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't used to that kind of money, flat out, I just wasn't used to that kind of money. So missing a few hours or a day or so was like almost nothing. But anyway, she called and I'm the flex guy. So I knew if she called, it was something major or something immediate. I was like, oh, she want me to start like go home and start working now? You know, earlier or later. It was the latter later. So I'll work 3.30 to 11.30 today, tonight. So that's cool, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Been 12 to 8 tomorrow, or we'll see. And go from there. And we'll go from there. But anyway, what was I saying? About my energy. I talk a lot of shit about people. I talk a lot of shit about people. I do. Y'all know I do. But it, it, and it, 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 I'm often always reminded of how important my interaction with people is on my disposition. And just being out there yesterday, because I was saying, I swear I was saying, I need to find something exciting to do. And I'm smart. I'm a genius. I got resources. I mean, I got resources and a flexibility and ability to the point to where I Google countries that are open. And I start looking at what countries were open that I could go to to do something. That's how vast my horizon, that's how far away my horizon is of abilities and things I consider to do. So I'm like, I gotta do something. I ended up at Venice Beach, even though everybody wasn't wearing their masks, people just out, you know, kids, everybody smoking weed, and the art looked really good. I should run, Jesus. And the art out there looked good, you know. For some reason they got this, I don't look like digital prints or digital paintings or the kind of paint that they used, neon fluorescent or something, but it was real bright and vibrant and had sharp lines. And it, it um, reached out to me. So I was digging it. But anyhow, it's just good to be out. It's just good to be out dancing, walk by music, you know, the kind of vibey down tip of music or the hip hoppies and just see the folks out and just also being comfortable. 58 years old, been going to Venice Beach for what, 30 years now? Know my way around there confident. You know, it was just the easy thing to find a place to park. Knew where I was, no big deal. Hang out out there. You know, no fear, not leery of anything. You know, being that guy, you know, comfortable. That's that's a big, that's a big important thing. Being comfortable, being relaxed, and comfortable in in a public setting like that, such as Venice Beach, world famous. You know, there's stuff out there. You know, 
There's stuff out there in Venice Beach. You know what I mean? Good and bad, left and right. So, and that's what makes it fun. <laughs> you know, it ain't all goody two shoes. It ain't all bunnies and clouds and rainbows. I meant like puffy soft clouds, you know. Not like the mean kind. They look like they got rain in them with thunderstorms, not those. But we need those. Oh, I love those. Don't you just love thunderstorm clouds? Don't you just love thunderstorms? My God, it's been so long since I've been in a real thunderstorm. Oh, I remember one time. I was back in Ohio and it started thunderstorming. And the thunder was literally shaking the house. It was literally shaking the house. I forgot. Out here in California, we don't get that. We get a little, you know, every now and then. But none of that house shaking shit. And rain coming down. I mean, heavy rain. And all of a sudden it stops. And it's humid out. And the sun comes out. Oh. And the clouds go away and they're blue. You got the blue sky and the big white puffy clouds. I think they were saying it's raining back there now. I would go back. I would travel to a place just for the rain. I would, a day or two. We're not talking about spending two weeks in the rain. I would travel someplace just for the rain. Anyhow, what was I talking about? I forgot, completely forgot what I was talking about. Morning. Morning. Completely forgot what I was talking about. Anyway. People, energy, life in general, feeling good. My weight is good. Did a little thing, did a few things on my day off yesterday. Did a few things on my day off yesterday and didn't do a few things on my day off yesterday. So it kind of balanced that thing. Though I, I didn't do my normal breakfast, I did what could be considered a big breakfast but I think I skipped lunch. Didn't drink enough water yesterday probably, but so I, I think I skipped lunch as a, a, and went right into dessert. Then after dessert, I'm sitting there all full and groggy. I went up, made me, I needed some meat or something. I needed some salt, salty. So I went up and hit some, got some quinoa, and some beef shake I had left over from my lunch. And also my lunches made them a lot smaller. I made them a lot smaller. I think earlier somebody said, something about one of my lunches or something, they said, wow, you gonna eat all that? I was like, yeah. You know, to me it was no big deal. It was like a 32 ounce lunch container, four slots, four little, you know, container sections that you could put your stuff in. I filled it up, you know, I eat it. That was just, you know, what I do. Then I started to realize, there's was gun. Then I started to realize that uh, I was eating all that. I was sitting down there with the mindset that eat all that. And, you know, the mindset is you, you go to your finished and your body kind of paces itself that, and it's almost not satisfied until it is. So I said, let me eat half of this and see what happens. I ate half, my energy stayed up and it felt good. 
I ate half of it, my energy stayed up, and I survived the day. And it felt good, so this, yesterday, we made my lunch. I built like half of what I usually put in there. You know what that means? That means it goes twice as far. And you only gotta make half as much. And this is half as expensive, which is a win-win for me. So my weight's left today to 7.4, which is good. Working four to freaking midnight tonight, which is gonna have to change my schedule. I'm out here walking now. So I don't know how I wanna do that. Or 3.30, 11.30. I'm sure how I wanna work that. Like, it's not like I can go home and go back to sleep, kinda. You know, so it's good. I mean, it's just good. It really is. I just have to finish up the LA. We got to finish up. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I got to start publishing my music. I was messing with some music yesterday. I call it play and I put the date where I just, I was cleaning up my instrument. I was cleaning up my recording support folder. I was taking all these samples that I got and put them in one place. I took, I was getting all these samples. I was putting them on my R drive. My R drive is the drive that I keep on the back of my laptop. Well, whatever computer connects to that drive, I always name that R. And so it moves with me. So even though it's, Vel it's Velcroed on the back of my laptop, when I and I haven't used my laptop in months. So it's basically sitting there stationary. I got to plug it into my main desktop. And that's how I work off of there. And then what I do is I have a batch file, Robocopy, that backs it up across different drives. So I got like multiple copies of it. But everything I do is done on that R drive and then replicated across everything. So I don't write anything to my T or W drives, which are other designated drive mappings that I always maintain a consistency for. So I was moving stuff around there, putting all my samples in one place. So it, it, see, the thing is this, I got these programs that use these certain files and the samples in there, and they're fairly you know, large. It would be nice to run them on the C drive, on my SSD drive, because it's faster. But my SSG drive just ain't that big. So what I am doing is thinking about um, getting a bigger SSD drive. Looks like I can get a terabyte for about 100. And I could put more of my sample files on the C drive and it'd be a lot faster. Because this comp Composer Cloud thing I got where I can do a lot of voices and stuff, it takes minutes to load sometimes. Even on a fast computer because the files are on an external I mean, an internal. No, the files are on a external drive, damn. Yeah, I got them on the R. See, I keep them on the R. So where I would take the R with me, I have, cause we're talking 30 gigabytes, 30, 40, 50, 60, no, 100, 100 like 150 gigabytes of stuff. I don't wanna have to copy that two or three times. So I got it on the R and the R moves with me. And I need the, and only can run an instance of Cubase in these programs once anyway. So they might as well stay with the hard drive. 
fact, on the hard drive, on the back of my laptop, I got a four-port hub. And it has my iLock licenses, my Cubase license dongle, and then the hard drive. And those three have to stay together. You can't run them, really, without each other. So you might as well just have one copy of all that that moves wherever you go. And you don't have to have multiple copies of all that data. So basically, I was putting everything into a folder on the hard drive that where I, my, all the Cubases that I have, which is really only one because of the license that moves with me, even though it's installed on different devices, I only run it once at a time with that license that's on the back of my laptop. <laughs> and I, got a, I actually got a, a long um, USB 3.0 cable, the kind with the, uh, I don't, not like USB to USB, but the other kind of USB that connects into a device. And I, because I, 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 I wanted to get a good one, I noticed that it was the cable that was being funny. You know, doing certain things. The cable wouldn't allow the laptop to recognize the hard drive with certain hubs. Certain hubs didn't work with the hard drive and certain cables didn't work with the hard drive on the laptop without power without connecting the external power to the hub, I need it for the laptop to be able to talk to these devices without that, like if I'm on a train or on the move or something. And so I had to find, I figured out it was a cable and a certain hub that did and did not work. And then so I bought another cable, you know, and I, I mean, I caught myself getting a good one, but I think we know that I went cheap. And now this cable works, it's long, it's like six feet. So I don't have to have like the laptop into some weird position. The cable's long enough to reach from the 3.0, USB 3.0 port on the back of my desktop that's on the floor, up on the table to a place that where I can keep the laptop, even though I'm not using it, just to get to the devices that's Velcroed on the back of it, the license dongles and the hard drive. But that thing, if I bump it, hell, it seems like if I bump the table, it'll lose connection or the connection gets iffy enough to where the encrypted drive that I have mounted on the desktop will drop. So like, if, and, I got, and I need to clean up that area where I got my router and some wires down there. It's a mess, I need to clean it up and I will one day. Maybe today, huh? And I want to move my router, get some network cables and, you know, just kind of clean that up. But so if I go over there and I move, like I move the chair or something. I move the chair and the um, drive got dismounted. I'm like, damn. As long as I, if I just sit, let it sit there and not move it, it works okay. And the thing is, you don't want your drive, your mounted drives being dismounted that way. It could, corrupt, it could corrupt the data. Even though I got the data backed up in a bunch of places, you still don't want to do it. You know, it can ruin the drive and you'll lose whatever you didn't back up. So I'm looking, I may have to, and when it comes to this stuff, I say that I don't skimp 
on my electronics and stuff, but I do. <laughs> I'm economy. You know, I say that I don't skip when it comes to this or that, but I do, let's face it. You know, not skipping to me is still skimping <laughs> to other people. You know, because some people, like my son went shopping a while, years ago, whatever, and I was like, you know, I was kind of watching them because, you know, that's what I do. I watch everything. And basically, I was like, How I was like, why'd you pick that one? And he literally said, because it's the most expensive. I said, that don't make it better. He was like, yes, it does. <laughs> he said he wants the good one. I want the good one. So he got the most expensive. He got that from his mother. Anyhow, but I'm economy. I'm budget, as, uh, as uh, my boy says. So... I might have to go ahead and make an investment. And actually, once I realized that I need to spend the money to get it to work right, to avoid the headache, like when I got to the point where no more two-star hotels, you know, then spending the money is easy. It's like, oh, okay, I can't do this anymore. And this little cable starting to get on my nerves just enough to where something may have to be done. Because I don't like it dropping. Nothing bad has happened yet. And, you know, it doesn't seem, it's just probably more scary when that warning comes up. Do not dismount, just drive without properly dismounting, you know. You just think about data getting lost. So basically what I was saying was I was moving all my VSTs and samples and music samples and loops, vocals, all that. Move all that to one place on the hard drive that I can pull from whatever computer I connect to. And then I have this thing called ADSR Manager. It's supposed to manage loops and kind of put them in categories for you and you should be able to get to them. So the whole idea was like, they have one place to where I can go and have all years, I'm talking about years and years of samples, thousands of samples and loops, drums, beats, instruments, vocals, sounds. I even put my exports in there, I even put the mix downs that I made of uh, songs that I've done. I even put the mix downs in there, export. So all my podcasts are in there. So all the podcast audio, so I can like scroll through them, find some vocal content that I threw down and pull that and simply drag it into Cubase and boom, you know, it's right there in the production. Anyway, so that's what I was doing yesterday. Not sure how I got on that subject, but I'm sure you saw how much I enjoyed telling that story. I'll edit that down. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell, and I'm out here. And y'all out here with me. And we all in this together. Don't even got the air conditioner on today. Because 70 degrees, it's only supposed to be 90. Hallelujah. Swing on y'all two times, because what my name is. J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. And I'm getting ready to push the button.